This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Field of Dreams game was a great event for Major League Baseball, but unfortunately did not go in the Yankees' favor. However... The rest of the series against the Chicago White Sox sure did. We're going to recap the series and look ahead to a big stretch of games for the Yankees on this brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. Yankees take two out of three against the Chicago White Sox. The big Field of Dreams game that, to be quite honest with you, even though the Yankees lost that game, was, in my opinion, a great night for Major League Baseball. We're going to get into that game in more depth and whatnot. We're going to talk all about that. Of course, we're going to recap the series as well. And the Yankees have a pretty big stretch of baseball coming up. There's really no breaks in the schedule, obviously, as the season starts to dwindle down. The games become more and more important, so Yankees have to keep winning ballgames, and that's what they've been able to do as of late, so hopefully that trend continues. Before we get into the series, obviously, you guys found us on whatever podcasting platform you choose, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, you name it, our shows there are available for you. Take it a step further. Subscribe to the show. If you have the feature on your app, rate and review the show as well. All your feedback goes a long way in helping promote our show. And check us out on social media, at PinstripeTalkND on Twitter, at Nick Delahanty is my personal account, and of course, find us on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. We're a proud member of the Delahanty Media brand, 
go to www.delahantymedia.com for all the latest news and updates regarding our brand. Now, let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into the series and, of course, the Field of Dreams game. A big, big night in Major League Baseball, the first ever, as they played in Iowa, near the set of where the movie Field of Dreams was filmed. And let me tell you, it was a really fun experience to watch. You know, yes, I would have loved the outcome to have been different, but I just love how Major League Baseball was embracing the movie and really trying to engage with fans of all different generations and watching the pregame ceremonies and seeing the players have such a good time in the corn mazes. And it was just a great experience overall. And I really give Major League Baseball two thumbs up for this one. I hope they continue to do this in the future. And who knows, maybe they'll be able to branch out in other ways and maybe tie in some more movies or different things like that into the game. I think it really will go a long way in helping generate more of a fan base. If you looked at the numbers, it was the most watched baseball game in 16 years. 16 years! That's a long time. So, it did its purpose. You know, it brought fans in Iowa a chance to watch a real Major League Baseball game. It tied to the movie. There was a lot about Kevin Costner and how the movie was actually filmed and things like that. And you know what? Who doesn't like when history is brought into the mix as well? You bring up some old names, some new names, guys who made a legacy in this game. You know what? It was a fun night for all. Except for Yankees fans like myself who, you know, and like you guys as well, that's all the Yankees on the losing end of this one. Let's jump to the keynotes. Number one, Andrew Heaney. Not the guy the Yankees wanted to start this ball game. Not the guy that fans wanted to see start this ball game. But with the team's bullpen situation, Yankees kind of relied on him to get them through five innings. Allowed seven runs. Was really bad. Three home runs in general. And, you know, it really put the Yankees in a deficit that they had to crawl back from. Luckily, Juan de Peralta and Joely Rodriguez came in through three shutout innings of work. And kept the Yankees in the ballgame. That takes us to the ninth. Yankees trailing. Ninth inning is when all the fun happens. We get a home run from Aaron Judge. Tyler Wade scores. Cuts the White Sox lead to 7-6. After Joey Gallo worked an impressive walk. Giancarlo Stanton hits a home run to give the Yankees a lead. If you would have told me prior to the game. That the Yankees would chase Lance Lynn after 5 innings. Really eat up his pitch count. And do some damage against them as well. They scored four runs against Lynn, who's been really good this year. And then go through the heart of the White Sox bullpen in Kopech, Bummer, Kimbrell. And then to really tack on on Liam Hendricks, a guy who has had his fair share of struggles against the Yankees. I would have taken it and said, look, that's a great way to win a ball game. However, Zach Britton comes on. He does not have it. He blows the save. Tim Anderson hits a walk-off home run. So a night of dramatics, which... In general, was great for the sport, and I'm not going to deny that. You know, that ninth inning alone really probably captivated the fan base and got everybody involved and excited because you see Aaron Judge, who many consider a face of the game. And then you see Giancarlo Stanton, a guy who is just a couple of years removed from winning a National League MVP award. To see both of those guys homer and give the Yankees the lead, and then in the bottom half, see Tim Anderson hit a home run, a guy who was an up-and-coming star in this game, and If you don't think so, you're not watching the game because he's an exciting and electric player. 
And if you're Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball, they had to be high-fiving watching this game because it was just a great overall baseball game. And it really took the narrative away from baseball can be boring because fans who watched, and I told you about the numbers before, it was just a great night overall for them. Yes, it stung for the Yankees, but in, in general, it worked out for Major League Baseball. Andrew Haney stinks. You know, there's a guy that the Yankees acquired prior to the trade deadline. He's not a guy I want to see in the lineup or in the rotation per se. Just, I am hoping they can get healthy and really just remove him from the rotation because I don't think he's going to really be that effective for them. Give credit to Peralta and Rodriguez. They did a great job out of the pen. Britain has nothing. He hasn't been the same all year. He has lost life on his fastball. He even went to Aaron Boone and told Boone, look, I'm not in a spot to be closing games. You know, I'm biting my own ego and biting my pride here, I guess you would say. And I'm just going to say, look, I don't deserve it right now. Let me earn that back. So, and then again, you're going to see Britain in the closer role because Aaron Boone just doesn't learn. But regardless, just another gut-wrenching loss for the Yankees. And we've seen so many of them this year that you just question, you're like, what the heck does this team have to do in order to win ball games and, and not lose these heartbreakers? When they win games, it seems like it's ugly in nature. And we saw two kind of ugly wins at the end of the series. But when they lose, you see a lot of these heartbreakers. And it's just really tough to swallow. The good thing is, for me, the Yankees didn't have to jump right into a game against the White Sox after that momentum shift. Right? They had the day off after the Field of Dreams game to get to Chicago. And they were coming in to Chicago having Tyone and Cortez on the mound, two guys that the Yankees have grown to trust over time. And it worked out in the Yankees' favor. Tyone, another impressive start. Goes five innings. He wasn't as sharp as he's been, but he did enough to keep the Yankees in the ball game. And what were the Yankees able to do? Turn the ball over to the pen. Yes, it got sticky at the end. Chad Green was not himself, allowed a run. Zach Britton comes on in extra innings to try to close it out. After the Yankees regain the lead, he can't get it done. The Yankees then bring in Albert Abreu with the bases loaded and one out. And Abreu is able to get the job done. A really tough spot to put a young right-handed reliever in, especially a guy who struggled in parts of this year. So for him, it was a great job. Yankees come back and they win this one in extra innings. A huge momentum shift. Yeah, obviously, you would have liked to have seen it happen in regulation. Yankees blow the lead in the ninth. Chad Green can't shut the door. But nonetheless, you still get a win. And at times, you're going to win games that are ugly. It's a matter of winning those games that matters. After a standout performance in the Field of Dreams game where he had five RBIs, Aaron Judge continues to thrive. He was three for four in this one, had four RBIs, had a couple of big hits. He got the Yankees started in the first inning with a sack fly and then Hit a double in the third, a homer in the eighth, and a go-ahead single in the tenth. Judge is getting hot at the plate, and although he said he's not fully locked in, he looks really good when he steps up to the dish. Joey Gallo in this one had a huge day. He had a homer in the first and a homer in the tenth. He helped the Yankees extend their lead in the first and then extended the lead in the tenth. And it was big because of the situation that Zach Britton put a you in in the bottom half. So... Gallo's bat was very big in this one as well. The Yankees mustered up 10 hits. They did strike out 13 times in this one. Not a great night, but once again, 
They get to Liam Hendricks, a guy who we said before has had his fair share of troubles with the Yankees. And they're able to even up this series going into game three, looking to take two out of three against a really good White Sox team. And that's what they were able to do. Nestor Cortez, what a gutsy performance from the left-hander. He goes six strong innings of work. He only allowed one run, struck out a career-high seven batters. For him, I love watching him pitch. And the reason why I love it is because he has so much fun on the mound. He's crafty. He's gutsy. He's not afraid to attack. You see the different arm slots and different motions and things like that trying to throw off hitters. He knows he doesn't have a 95 mile per hour fastball to blow by people. But what he does have is the ability to pitch and get guys out and be creative and use his tools and weapons to his advantage. That's a big thing when you're on the mound. And he has a big set of confidence that really shows every time he takes the bump. Really impressive to see. Really fun for Yankee fans like myself to watch. I love watching this guy. I hope they figure out a way that they could keep him in the rotation when they start to get healthy again. And then after Cortez, you got a clean inning from Ridings. He let up two walks, but no runs scored. Then Jonathan Loisica, what more could you say about him? The guy's a stud. I want him to be the closer until Chapman comes back. Then with a 5-1 lead, Yankees turn to Lucas Lickey to try to close it out. I wish they would have went Loisica for another inning, but I understand why they didn't do it. They have a big stretch of games coming up. Lickey did not have it. They scored two runs. Peralta comes on and does the job. Only needs five pitches to get two outs. So, yes, we have gray hairs from the Yankees. But nonetheless, they win this one 5-3. They take two out of three from the White Sox. A team that is very good at what they do. 68-50 and 50 record. Over 10 games up in the division. Arguably the best team in the American League. So if you're the Yankees, obviously taking two out of three is great. You wish you could have swept. The Field of Dreams game kind of fell out of your fingertips. But nonetheless, you'll definitely take it and continue that stretch of taking series. That's the route you need to go. Keep taking two out of three or three out of four and good things will happen. In game three, Luke Voigt was the offensive star. He was three for five, hit a home run in the ninth inning to extend the lead. At the time, we didn't realize how big that home run was going to be. If he didn't hit that home run, the game would have been tied up and possibly would have extended into extra innings. So Voigt was big. You had another good day to play from Odor. He was two for five with two RBIs. He did strike out three times, but when he did put the ball in play, it was big. The big hit from him was a home run in the second inning. So another guy who you got to credit him for all he's done for this Yankees team. There's a lot of flaws in his game, as for everybody. You know, he fits in well in regards to striking out a lot. But what you are going to see from him, he's a great leader. Brings in energy. Anytime the Yankees do something well, well, offensively, he's the first guy out of the dugout. If a pitcher's on the mound struggling, he goes out to calm him down, especially with the younger guys. You have to appreciate that effort and really just note that, you know, what he's doing is very valuable for this team. So I give him credit. I think that, yes, the production's nice. When he puts the ball into the seats, it fires up this team and it really does go a long way in sparking them. But it's the little things that he does that makes such a difference in the clubhouse and helps with chemistry. Something that you just can't match. It is something that you can't teach. 
but it's a part of the game that I think a lot of people simply don't recognize or know as important, but yeah, it is very important. Now, I do owe an apology to somebody, and you know, I am very hard on him. I've been trying to get rid of him for quite some time now, but Brett Gardner has been very good in the month of August. The Yankees have been using him in the two-hole, a role that has been good for him in the month of August. He is 12 for 38 at the plate, seven runs scored, a home run, five RBIs. He has eight walks compared to nine strikeouts, so he's getting on base against Giolito in game three. They really ate his pitch count, and Gardner was a big reason for that. Worked a couple of walks. I believe he saw 23 pitches overall, so a chunk of those pitches were Brett Gardner, and you got to give him credit. A lot of people, including myself, said he was washed up. 37 years old, really didn't have anything in the tank, but he's been good as of late and has been a nice spark for this Yankees team. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's feeling fresh and energized. Maybe he's just getting into a groove. Maybe he's not letting the pressure of having to perform get to him. Or it could be that he's sitting in front of Aaron Judge and is getting good pitches to hit. Who knows? But regardless, we're not going to dig too deep into it. But it is good to see Gardner hitting. And again, I hope he could continue it. Obviously, I don't want to see Gardner struggle. I, I appreciate everything he's done for the clubhouse and the organization. And I really do value what he brings as a leader. But you know how it is. In New York, if the production isn't there, everybody wants change, including myself. So, again, Gardner has been doing well of late. I owe him an apology because he's really shut me up over the last couple of weeks. I feel like I've been giving apologies the last couple of shows because Tyler Wade got me last show. Brett Gardner's got me this show. You know, if Wade keeps hitting, I have no problem liking the guy. I I really don't. He's a likable dude. I'm not going to give you any debate over that. He's a likable guy. Just, I like guys who can hit and can contribute in that way. And Wade wasn't doing it, but now he's hitting. Kind of a cool dude, you know? I'll give him that. See, I'm being nice. I think I'm getting nice in my old age. My 28 years of life, I'm I'm starting to mature a little bit. It's great. You know, I'm starting to appreciate what people do uh, more so, you know? I don't appreciate the three strikeouts from him, the four from Higashioka, the three from Odor, and the four from Gallo in, in Game 3 to help the Yankees strike out 16 times. But, you know, I'm being a little more lenient in my ways and, and whatnot. So, we'll leave it at that. Some injury updates. Yankees are getting Garrett Cole back. Cole is going to pitch the rainout game on Monday against the Angels. He's back in the rotation. They also get Jordan Montgomery back. He will pitch in one of the games against the Red Sox in the upcoming doubleheader. And Gary Sanchez is expected to rejoin the Yankees at some point in the near future. Also, Anthony Rizzo looks close to coming back. Hopefully the Yankees can get him back in the mix. He definitely is a difference maker in the lineup. And of course, you're looking at other guys like Corey Kluber, who really didn't have a great outing in his first rehab start, but felt good. So that's at least an encouraging sign from him. And Luis Severino shut down prior to his scheduled rehab start, Yankees sending him for MRIs. At this point, question as to whether or not we'll even see Severino this year. Seems like every time he comes back, he faces yet another setback. So who knows with him? But nonetheless, Yankees could use the pitching help. Getting back Cole and Montgomery will sure help with that. So, let's look at the schedule. Monday, 
Yankees hosting the Angels for one game. That will be a 7.05 start. We said Cole's pitching for the Yankees. Then Tuesday will be the doubleheader. A big doubleheader against the Red Sox. That will be a split doubleheader. 1-7. The first game will be Eovaldi, who has struggled of late against Luis Heal, who has been really good. And then in the nightcap, the Red Sox still have not named a starter. And Jordy Montgomery will get the ball for the Yankees. Now, this leads them to another game against the Red Sox on Wednesday night, which will be Nick Pavetta against Andrew Heaney. Not the name Yankee fans want to hear, but nonetheless, it's a name. Yankees got to win that series. It's a must. And then the Yankees will host the Minnesota Twins for another series heading into the weekend. So the schedule is an important one for the Yankees. You get the Angels for the one game. You want to take care of that. And then you got the Red Sox for an important three-game set. Remember, the only way to make up ground in your division and wildcard races is to not only win games, but to beat the teams ahead of you. And that's what the Yankees have to do. They've continued to win series. They've been hot since the break. And hopefully, that stretch continues. Before we wrap up today's show, congratulations to manager Aaron Boone on his 300th career victory with the Yankees. He is the 10th manager in franchise history to accomplish the feat. And, of course, did it in just 500 games. Still, a lot of questions about Boone. You saw on Twitter I was questioning his bullpen decisioning. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's won 300 games. It's a nice little accomplishment. Let's see if Boone could be the guy to lead the Yankees to their next World Series championship. As always, my name is Nick Delahanty, and I am the host of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. Keep an eye out for our upcoming shows. We will have new content coming throughout the week to fill you in on all the latest news and updates regarding the Bronx Bombers. Until next time, remember, let's go Yankees. And hey, I don't want to look ahead of the Angels, but it'd be a really nice week to take down the Red Sox. We'll talk to you really soon, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.